Yo, how we doing, boys? Welcome back to another episode of Cheese and Chowder, the Arma podcast, with your hosts, Cheese and Chowder. And this is episode 22. Brad, how we doing? All right, I've seen uh, better days in RML. As far as, uh, you know, you know what, you got, what I'm talking about. But one more week, and then Lamar Jackson will be back on the field in Chargers blue and uh, ready to rock and roll. Yeah, big part of your team. We'll get into that a little later, I'm sure. Um, yeah, so we're officially underway. Madden 21, the new cycle. RML is back and better than ever, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, we're going to jump right in and kind of talk about what's been going on so far in Season 1 of the new Madden. So, first of all, I guess we want to just kind of get general thoughts about uh, the gameplay. I mean, I know we've kind of discussed off off the air quite a bit about uh, what we think about the gameplay and everyone else is, you know, throwing in their two cents. But um, what's your what's your general consensus? Uh, are you is mostly positive, negative? What are you thinking? I think it's... In between, it's like you could tell they tried to make the effort to fix like the exploits from last Madden, as far as like running sideways and kind of make running like, being very easy. But now we were kind of talking about it before, but they kind of went too much the other way, and the defensive linemen just grab you out of nowhere in one second, and uh, they get through the line pretty easily and pass rush. Uh, the defensive backs, uh, people have to have different, different experiences with them. Like some people saying the defensive backs can't catch anything, and people saying that the other teams are catching everything, and so it's kind of it's been very inconsistent. It seems like on a game-to-game basis, and it's kind of hard to judge. And it doesn't seem to be affected too much by ratings and stuff. So I think people are still trying to figure it out. And who knows? Men updates every single day apparently fix bugs. So who knows if this game is going to feel the same in two months or not? But right. I mean, so so far it's better, I think, but it's just it's different. So yeah, it's taking it, taking an adjustment. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I mean, it's very early, obviously, so it's hard to really get, get a, a real judgment and a gauge on it. But I would say, yeah, it, I agree mostly. It's it's different. I mean, there's definitely some things here and there that um, are harder and some that are might be easier. Um, I feel like it's a lot of, you know, person-to-person kind of thing, like depending on how you, your, your play style is and things like that. So I think most of us will adapt. I mean... Obviously, we've all been playing the game for a long time, and every game usually is like this, you know, especially the first month or two, kind of just adapting to the new game. So, um, yeah, some people are going to struggle that you probably wouldn't expect to, which I think we've already seen and we'll probably talk about in a little while. And some people are probably going to adapt quicker, and, and that's how we get, you know, the parity that we have. Like, some, you know, some people game to game will... will vastly improve or, or vastly get worse so you know it's fun to to look back and see you know how far some people have come and how far others may have fallen but yeah I mean it's interesting so far I'm having fun I don't know about you but I think it's you know definitely exciting to be back and to have you know a schedule of actual games to play and I'm, I've been looking forward to doing it you know 
week in and week out. So I'm I'm excited. All right, well, uh, let's jump into some storylines. I mean, um, definitely a lot going on this Madden so far. I mean, like we said, it's pretty early on as as of this podcast. We're in week four um, of season one, so about a quarter, almost a quarter of the way through uh, the season already. Um, you know, we just had the draft last weekend, so already flying through it. Got some early advances. People are playing their games. It's definitely starting out starting out well. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously the passion is still there. The fire's back, so great seeing all that. Um, all right, so what are some uh, things that have jumped out of you? Give me, uh, give me one thing you're you're noticing in this season so far. So uh, I'll start in the NFC this year. Bad uh, league's being a little bit slow again for me, but Chiz, the Buffalo Bills. I don't think that we picked them to win this division. Uh, we thought I think we might may have said. He had a shot one of the years, but three and one, and some tough wins. I believe I don't have the schedule in front of me right now. Um, but three and one, first good for first place in the AFC, AFC East. Uh, Roach, the Patriots two and one, right behind him. Uh, there, there's Bill's schedule. Bills beat Bundy week one, beat Tillman week two, beat Snorts week three, and then lost to Danny week four. So pretty tough schedule. Uh, scoring. Over 27 points every game. So high-scoring offense so far. But so is everybody else. First in the league in passing yards. Um, so I and think passing Shiz, touchdowns. She's uh, definitely a surprise and an early uh, contender for the AFC. Uh, coming out of the AFC there. So uh, that's a team I'm watching, keeping out for. You know, we, we always knew Chiz was pretty good. And he was kind of trapped in the AFC West last year. And now this is kind of his moment to shine, but I mean, the AFC East isn't really much worse than the AFC West last year. Uh, it's a pretty complete division, so it's definitely not a cupcake division or anything like that. So, you know, if, you have to, if you're winning the division this year, you're definitely going to be earning it. Yeah, definitely a hot start for uh, Chiz. I was looking, uh, like, Derek Carr is his quarterback, which, uh, very surprising that he chose, you know, Derek Carr, who's not, you know, an elite quarterback to lead his offense, but it just proves that he you know, he's a, an elite user and a, an elite uh, offensive guru, I guess, if you want to call it. But um, he's got a pretty balanced attack passing-wise. I mean, generally he's been known as a passing, um, you know, a passing user. That's that's his go-to, his bread and butter. Uh, but basically no real, like, standout guys on offense. You know, Mike Williams, uh, Keenan Allen, and Robbie Anderson are his top three guys. Um, and that's not, you know, that's, that's a pretty good, you know, mix of guys, you know, some uh, Mike Williams got great size, Keenan Allen, obviously a great slot player and Robbie Anderson, pretty fast. He can stretch the field. So, you know, I feel like Chiz is probably going to be able to keep this up for a while. I mean, I, I don't, if, as long as he, you know, continues, uh, to have the passion and put in the work, I'm sure he's probably doing some practicing offline stuff. I feel like he definitely um, could give, you know, Tillman and Roach a run for the money. I mean, he's already off to a really great start. Tillman, you know, being one and two is a, a really big uh, shock. And I guess we can jump right in, into that as our next uh, our next topic. How, I how, feel like I, go ahead. I feel like every year we always talk about Tillman's early struggles. And by the end of the year, he's in a Super Bowl. Or in a yeah. Championship. 
And it's not even like every like obviously last man cycle. I believe the first year he missed the playoffs or he went on vacation, something like that. Um, but even like the most of the seasons, he started off pretty slow. I feel like a lot of times. So I think it just takes a little bit while to get adjusted to his team. Yeah, I think and, it's just uh, a season one thing for him. Um, just again adapting to the new game. He's he's definitely a guy that has to be in a rhythm, and you know is just you know trying to figure everything out and get his team built the way he wants it, get him performing the way he wants it. Um, but yeah, one and two, I mean, do you think that's, you know, reason to start panicking if you're a, a dolphin, a virtual dolphins fan? I mean, his, his numbers don't look that bad. I mean, besides the Chiz loss, I, I don't know who the other loss was to. I don't know if you have that in front of you, but uh, I can look it up. It's not loading right now for me, but, um, I can, I can look, look it up in a second, but, um, no, I'm not yeah, concerned at all. I wanted to, I mean, especially, uh, like maybe for running the division, it's an issue, but if you've got the wild card spots, I don't think there's much reason to be concerned. The other loss in. was, the other loss was actually to Roach in week one. So he went, oh, he started off 0-2. I remember that. And that's huge because those are both division games. I mean, in a division that expects to be pretty tight now, um, that's going to be pretty big down the stretch. You know, not having that extra, that extra stuff in the bag to bank on if you have like tiebreakers and stuff. So he's going to have to really, you know, pull it together and and definitely have to beat those guys the next time he plays both of them. You really can't afford to to go zero and two against either one of those. It's definitely not ideal, but I don't think it's time to the panic button yet in my opinion. He doesn't play the Bills until week 17, and he doesn't play the Patriots again until week 15. So the last three games are going to be insane for Tillman. How about this? Week 14 on, he's got Monkey, Roach, Danny, and Chiz. Oh, boy, that's going to be spicy right there. And, oh, I'm sorry, week 13 on. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to make a prediction right now. I'm not sure Tillman makes the playoffs this first year. He's Week 13, Sarve. Monkey, Roach, Danny, Chiz. He doesn't get his shit together before week 13. That's going to be a really well, tough stretch. That's, that's, that's kind of a good segue into other divisions that we're going to talk about today and other teams. But looking at a lot of people's schedule, you go look at them and you're like, damn, there's a lot of hard games on here. There's no easy wins. Right? Yeah. I feel like everybody's improved and there's only like And you don't know about everybody too. Some, some of them, you're, they're like, I mean, I you feel like you should win that game, but you don't know for sure because you don't know how well this person is going to play all of a sudden, you know. I felt like my game against Han, you know, I felt like I should have blown him out, but it was ended up being a close game. And, you know, there's a few like that where the game is probably going to play a little tighter because people are still adjusting. So, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I feel like there's... And last year it was like that, too. There was a ton of upsets within the first two seasons, like... Too many to even count. Like it was so ridiculous. We, yeah, we had we, we had weekly episodes where we were talking about like four or five crazy upsets. Remember? Uh, and I think that was before like you know super teams got built and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's still early, and like we don't have the developed guys yet. The right. Abilities another, and everything. It goes and back to what we talked about. It. it goes back to what we talked about last Madden about how the good get better and the the average or below average players stay the same or get worse because the game rewards you so much for for playing well and winning so yeah it'll be really interesting the first few seasons to see especially with the extra wild card oh it's gonna be so exciting and so fun when it comes down to the stretch so many more teams staying alive 
that's gonna be real fun. All right, let's jump to something else here. Um, what about ASC West? So your division here. Oof. Let's talk. It's been uh, it's been tough, but not the tough the way I thought it was gonna be necessarily. I haven't. I've only played what one division game. I don't have my schedule up in front of me right now because Dial League still is not loading. I got you. Um, so I played Sar of Week One, which is a tough game. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough matchup. I played it pretty close. Uh, week two, I believe, is that Monkey or is Monkey yep. Week Three? Yeah, Monkey Week Two, I blew him out. Uh, that uh, that's what we were talking about. Consistencies. Like I had no issues on offense whatsoever. Like I could throw wherever I want, and it was like a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then go. Obviously, I didn't have Lamar uh, against Mitch, but I couldn't. Literally, nobody was open. Any single play. And if they were open, the defensive back would come and intercept it. And obviously, Stick doesn't have as good throw power and stuff like that. But still, even if I had Lamar, nobody was getting any uh, separation at all. Right. But problem. So. Yeah, so and he got also beat pretty bad by Doe. He, yeah. So well, and really the, good. I, that game was pretty close at halftime, and then he kind of just got away from me. That, and, he, that he made South is looking real, real scary. He, he made some good user plays. Um, just you know, wasn't opportune enough. Uh, but so right. obviously tough. But this is what I'm talking. Like those are not one division games, and other three are very tough opponents. And if you look at my schedule, I don't even use a game, except Tendi, and that's it. Yeah, monkey so, monkey starts started off two and one, but he he besides the game he lost to you, the other two were pretty easy, um, easy win against Andy and and a close win actually against Steve, Steve uh, pulling his weight in that one, um, but he's actually going to be two and two after the loss to. Um, to Roach um, in week four. So mediocre start for Monkey as well. Um, Danny being really the only one who's performing on yeah, par. Charlie's been well, struggling. Charlie's under, yeah, underperformed. Pumps. So the vision's kind of uh, not living up to the hype. And, and Danny had a really, I mean, look at Danny's first five game or first six games are really, really difficult. I mean, that was one of the things he brought up. I mean, he had Doe week one. Uh, beat him in a close game. He had um, BLD week two. That was a blowout loss. He beat uh, Roach. See, I'm ha- I'm having to think about every team like we talked about before. <laughs> um, yeah, he beat the Patriots, Roach, uh, pretty handily week three. And then he beat Chiz handily as well, uh, giving him his first loss. So he's three and one, and that's four really tough opponents. So he's think, got mon- Monkey next week. I think Danny pretty much has this division locked up, honestly. I don't see any of the rest of the three making a run at the division. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to try and get a wild card spot, but it's not looking good. And I have BOD next week. I'm not going to win that game. So I'm going to be starting but one and three, one and four now. And, uh, you know, I don't have any easy road ahead. So definitely a tough first year in Los Angeles so far, but we'll be trying to turn around. But, uh, yeah, definitely not as good as, I mean, not to take anything away from anybody in the division, including myself, but, uh, Looks like AFC is maybe a better division right now, top to bottom. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's real early, like we said, and I'm 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 more interested in just the 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 combat between you four, like the the egos and the the battles well, yes, between you that, guys. That, that, that's, that's shown there, it's still after, the enter, entertaining, most entertaining division so far. That show, that, the, that really uh, you really saw it after the Chiefs game. Yeah, oh, it was after the Chiefs game, uh-huh. uh, and then you know Charlie's been in chat. Complaining about Mahomes and stuff, well, not about Mahomes, but about his opponents, like usual. Yeah. So, uh, 
who knows? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely like I said, it's entertaining. I mean, at least you know it's been mostly civil for the most part so far. Obviously, you know the the levels that you guys go to sometimes can be a little too much, but you know you're competitive. You're all competitive, and uh, you know especially the rivalries in the history that. So at least three, three or four. Actually, almost all you have with each other. There's definitely bound to be some, some bad blood, brewing. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, sticking in it. Let's stick stick in the AFC. Um, how about the AFC North? Um, my division now. So, aside from me, I don't really care about talking about myself too much. But um, Sarv has proven himself to be um, continuing to be an elite member. Um, pretty much arguably the favorite now in the AFC. I mean, he's 4-0 start. He's been wiping opponents left and right, it seems like. Um, do you think he's the Super Bowl favorite? I mean, he really hasn't had a... I mean, I, he, he he did have a close game this week against Mubberload. He he was winning that game pretty handily, I think by two, more than two touchdowns at one point, but uh, I didn't watch the end, but I guess Mubberload must have came back because it ended up being a four-point win at the end. Um, but he's... Again, he hasn't had a lot of tough opponents. You know, he faced you and me in week one and two. Um, he, you know, you, you gave him a pretty good fight. I got blown out. And then he had Irish uh, week three in Motherload. So he's got Steve next week and Seacop. I mean, he's probably had one of the easier schedules. And then he's got me and Sean Harper. So he's basically looking at 8-0 if he doesn't underperform very easily. And then he's got uh, Centra, Han. I mean, his schedule overall is... Pretty easy for the most. I mean, we could be looking at sixteen and zero easily. I'm thinking. What, what do you think? I don't know about sixteen and zero, but I think he's definitely right now the favorite out of AFC. Uh, I'm not sure about Super Bowl winner favorite right now, but definitely I don't really see anybody in the AFC. Maybe Danny giving him a run for his money, but I just he just had it all facets of the game just covered, and just it's a, such a tough matchup, and he seems like he's drafted a team that suits him well. And uh, Kobe Dupree yeah, leading that. Obviously, yeah. Kobe Dupree is. I mean, we were talking about this earlier as well. I mean, it, he's the next Omar Payne. He's, and of course, he came from the Saints. So I mean, yeah, he's he's built him up. He built him up last man. He's by far so far the best keeper. You know, no 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 salt there on on Walt Hayward, but right now he's performing like an MVP. He's got, I think, eight almost eight hundred yards in in four games. So. Yeah, he's he's going to be carrying this team, barring any injuries or, you know, anything else. But I'm sure he'll have another backup running back that'll still put up 150 hit 150 yards easily. So, yeah, he's definitely one of the better running users that we have in this league. Okay. Um. Well, let's. Well, we've been talking I about. Guess AFC. Just going, I guess we're just going division by division. Well, we can let's give a little bit of shout out AFC South a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, not too in depth, but uh, I think it's pretty much part of the course of what we we're going to talk, like what we thought was going to happen. We got one and three, one and three, zero oh and four, the bottom three, and then Titans, Sean Harper, two and one. So pretty good so far, and that's you know that's what you need to do in that division is win some winnable games and win your division game. It'll be looking good, but I think that's a this is definitely a division we're going to be only going to be seeing one playoff team from, I believe. Yeah, real surprising to me is Motherload. Um, I felt like, you know, he took a big step last year. And, to you know, one and three, you know, that's not a great start. I do feel like he'll, he'll eventually 
turn that back around. You might have just got stuck with some tough opponents. Actually, I'm going to look at that right now just to see. I, I, I feel like he played some people close. He, he, he did lose to his, his uh, well, Sean Harper in week two. So that's a big win, a huge um, division win for, for Sean. And then he lost to Tillman and Sarp. So, I mean, those are obviously, you know, two monsters. And, you know, he put up pretty good fights against them. Um, so he's got, but the two wins he had, or the one win he has was against his, uh, division opponent, the Colts. So still got plenty of time to turn it around in my opinion. And I'm not sure that I believe that Sean Harper is, is ready to take the next steps and, um, win that division. So I, I think eventually, I think most of those teams will be around 500, at least at the top. I don't think they're, they're going to have like a 10 win team. I think nine wins easily wins that division. Yeah, that, I, I can see that, definitely. All right, let's jump to the NFC, just see what, what's going on over there. Um, how about the NFC North? Some some monsters at the top, and no surprises here, but, I mean, Weasel has been just boat racing everyone, starting off 4-0 with averaging 52 points a game. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously his lab work has paid off uh, and his, his YouTube studying. Um, but that, that's obviously a joke, but still, he, I mean, Walt Hayward obviously is, is it really though? <laughs> so, you know, he's too good. He's, you know, a hall of famer. So I can say that, but like I said, Mickey's going to keep him, you know, keep him on his toes and Mickey's defense right now is gotta be one of the best in the game. I mean, he's allowed, uh, I think 38 points or no, 45, something like that in four games averaging like just over 10 points a game allowed on defense which is in this game is just phenomenal and pretty much unheard of so yeah uh like i said those two are going to be fighting for that division and it's going to be a huge advantage to whoever wins because it looks like it's very possible the winner of that division could get the number one overall seed so and i and i would predict that they will so that's going to be huge because, especially this year with the number two seed not getting a playoff buy. Uh, I'm, I'm happy Mickey's giving Weasel's competition uh, whenever they play. I don't know, do you have that up uh, when their matchup is, for both their matchups are? Uh, that might be must-watch TV right there. Yeah, Week 10 is their first matchup um, yeah, against each other. Yeah, and then they got a Week uh, week 15. Um, oh, so far, Mickey's had a pretty easy schedule, though, Um Packers, Colts, Titans, and Texans. So, I mean, predicting those four wins, pretty likely for him. Like I said, I think he's pretty good, and he's going to compete with, with the guys up there in the AFC. Uh, over in the NFC South, got a couple of good battles uh, at the top as well with the Bucks and Saints, as predicted. And then, of course, Doe is at 2-1, and one, uh, yet to play his Week 4 game. All three of those guys, I think, are our top top 12 top 15 for sure um with this you know bld and doe being top 10 easily and i might put uh mitch just outside the top 10 right now but he's still playing pretty well his numbers don't look as good he's technically has a negative um points force versus points allowed so he's probably playing a little better than he should getting a lot of close wins but um Obviously, BLD still one of the best to play the game, and he's going to win a lot. Um, 
Yeah, what do you think? Who's going to come out on top in that one? Mercy South. Um, I, I think I got to even BLD. Like, you, you just know BLD's been there, done that. And, uh, I, I mean, it's going to, I think, all, this is probably the division that you get three teams making playoffs from. Uh, and poor Tendi just stuck there at the bottom. Hasn't yeah. even played, I don't think he's even played a division game yet. Maybe one game <laughs> in a division. Uh, so that's going to gonna be downhill. He hasn't, he hasn't played. Yeah, any, so, yeah. Um, I don't know. Interesting, though, that uh, Mitch started off real hot beating BLD in that close win. That was a huge start to his Madden 21 season, but then a, a very humbling Week 2 loss to Doughboy, 55-14. to 14. <laughs> So, uh, real quick, he got brought back down to earth. But um, I still feel like, yeah, he's gonna he's definitely going to be in the wild card race. I think eventually BLD and Doe will kind of jump ahead of him in that division. Um, but they're all going to beat up on each other, I feel like, this year. I don't think anyone is going to really run away with it. Like, I feel like BLD and Doe might split. And, you know, I, I don't, we'll see if BLD and Doe can, can beat Mitch again or at least take one, maybe two. But, yeah, they're all going to be kind of fighting. I don't know if we're trying to tend to steal one. <laughs> yeah, play, play, yeah, he might play, uh, you know, upset guy at the end of the season. He's bound uh, to run into one eventually if you're playing six game, tough games a year in the division. They'll get right. eventually. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, he did it a few times against uh, Doe, I know, yeah, so he's sure. already got a few in the bag against him last year. All right, and the only one, well, I guess the, the NFC West and the a, 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 NFC East, the West has been pretty average. Not anyone's really standing out. Um, Shane's two and two, technically leading the division. Obviously, Beast Mode was having some issues, so oh, it seems like that's been resolved, which is nice to see. So maybe he'll to start getting some dubs um, and maybe starting to compete more in that division. Um, surprising, Bruce hasn't been as good offensively as as we probably expected. He's one and two, and he's only averaging twenty four points a game. So. Pretty in- it'll be interesting to see how those three battle. I feel like that's an- another close division when it comes down to it. I think it's just it's still pretty early for everything. Like all the stuff we're talking about today could change a lot in the next like two real life le- weeks. So mm-hmm. you know a lot's gonna be solved and be more clearer like middle middle of this RML season. But it's still fun to talk about, and it'd be fun uh, listen like listening back to this episode compared to like, what we were looking at in two weeks as far as things go. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, I mean like. Making predictions now, you know, mid-season, early on, is definitely not going to be a lot of very accurate. Uh, it's going to be tough to predict, especially in a brand-new Madden. But over in the NFC East, um, Vic actually leading that division right now. Uh, Weasel, obviously, still the favorite. Um, no, not, or not Weasel. Weasel. Wow, I, there it is, first one. Come. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like Vic's playing pretty well this uh this man has only lost this to me, actually. Um, so he started off uh, 3-0, but he, I think he did get one uh, force win due to Beast Mode's issues. But well, I feel like we've slept, on, uh, we've slept on Vic for a while. Big, big, I think we see his big deck again this year. Cause yeah. It was trapped in AFC West last year, but now it's, you know... It's open. emerging. It's, it's free, free balling. Now in the, the NFC East, the dick is emerging, and it's growing. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, 
the real test will probably start coming the next few weeks. Um, didn't really have a huge test until me. Um, and then he's got Kunk, Bruce, Han, Irish, Centros. I mean, you can win in probably two or three of those games at least. Um, then he's got Mickey. Uh, later down the line, he's got Sarv, Shane. I mean, that's not it's not too bad. I feel like he's got a pretty good shot at, you know, 10, 11 win season right there. I mean, that, you know, it's a good start at three and one, no doubt. And his defense has actually been playing pretty well. So as long it, as he uh, just keeps at it and doesn't make, you know, too many mistakes. Keeping the NFC East, Han, uh, owner of the Washington football team this year, he's been talking in a pretty big game this year, saying this is going to be his year. He's going to make playoffs. Do you believe it? Do you think Han makes playoffs in season one? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, right right now, I, I'm I'm probably on the no side, but just because I beat him, but it was a close game. Um, but he's he's lost to me and Bruce, and he's only beaten Irish. So I think I got to see him beat you know someone that's on his level or better than him before I can say that he's ready to to get back to the old the old General Han Kingslayer. Because right now it's yeah, it's just not, not enough to, to show me that he's he's there yet. That next two games he should win. He definitely needs to win those two to get back um, to you know above 500. He's got Steve and then Snorts, and then he's got Conk, Vic, Kong again, Dog, Sarv. I mean, his schedule isn't that difficult either though. Even at at the end, there's really only a few guys that you know are really better than him so yeah if he can just win the games he's supposed to and then win one or two that he's not then yeah he can easily make the playoffs but like i said until he does that i'm not gonna jump on that bandwagon and uh, to finish it off you had one more storyline you wanted to talk about yeah let's let's uh how about this interesting little fun fact all four all there's three teams in our mouth that are zero and four and all of them are the Indies, Andy, Bundy, and Tandy. What an amazing stat that I found. So, yeah, don't change your name, folks. Don't be an Indy. Because you're not going to win many games. So, that's a shot at the Indies now. Now, this is no longer a Tandy hate podcast. This is an Indy hate podcast. <laughs> All right, that's about it that I have to talk about. You got anything else you want to? No, I think that's it. Uh, we still have a lot more to be played out for the rest of the year, and it's kind of hard talking about, you know, a two-in-one team, how legit they are. Uh, but, you know, it's been very fun seeing the new teams and seeing the new users and stuff and seeing who's uh, up to par this man so far and who's not. Uh, and I just, I'm excited to see the rest of the year fold, and uh, when I get Lamar back, I'll have a little bit more fun playing. Uh uh, yeah, so good luck, guys. I haven't, I haven't checked. Did we play this year? I haven't really. I, I, don't, think we do. I don't think so. Unfortunately. So, cheers and chowder will be on hold. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe a playoff. Well, maybe, maybe in the Super Bowl, yeah. Or well, uh, the championship. Yeah. yeah, playoffs. All right, well, yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of this season. Um, yeah, it's it's been, it's been a blast so far. And, uh, yeah, 100%, man. I'm really, really exce- excited, and I'm. I'm looking forward to making the playoff season one and getting this ship right, right away. So good luck to everybody. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time.
So long. Cheese and chowder. Whoops! Cheek, 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 cheek